Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Hello, everyone. Welcome Whoa. to the Receive Podcast. Oh, look at they did them fancy this week. What? This week, the Receive Podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, Honey, and Sherry's Berries. Thank you to those companies for sponsoring this episode of the Receive Podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. I'm Barbara. It's your boy, Brady. And Gus. You guys get one free lunch, and you get all arrogant and uppity, <laughs> and you start filming yourselves. Well, they got that fucking sweet-ass office how it works. now. Did you see how well lit that room is now? It's that really like good. a real room. It looked great. like shit before, to be honest. I mean, these guys were like, it, it was bad. I, and this looks tremendous now. We should just have a, a shot on them the whole podcast that we could just cut back to just to remind ourselves how nice it is. Yeah. Can we do it from in there? Can we just swap seats? It's yeah, a good point. Well, come on yeah. Here. Put a camera to, like, just through the window so we can see some of the Ooh la la. When uh, I came in, was I drove I drove by the office on... For, the, wait, 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 for those of you listening to the audio podcast, our control booth got a makeover. And they have like wood up that matches the, the, the set. Oh, I the actually didn't even too. notice that part. Also, It looks like a real office now. So I, ca- I came in over the weekend, and uh, as I was driving into the, uh, the gate, I saw a strange truck parked out back. A strange truck? And I was like... That's weird. I don't a know. Truck who, you didn't recognize, right. or it was, like, was just a weird truck. I didn't recognize truck. it. I was like, I don't know who that is. It's that's, a truck that's with a weird truck. So I was like, I'm gonna, I, I better walk through stage five, make sure everything's okay in there. So like, my, I pull my car around, and uh, the bay doors are open, and I'm like, oh shit! Like, are we are we being robbed right now? <laughs> so like, I, I get out my phone, and I'm like, I'm I, like, I have like nine one, and I'm like, <laughs> walking in the door, looking around. And then, like, Sam walks out. He's like, oh, hey, what's going on? I was like, oh, thank God. I was like, How I, strange was this truck? It's, like, it's just, I didn't recognize it. It's yeah. the weekend. It's like, wh- why is there a truck there? They look like they're on the Enterprise or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so cool in there. I mean, go ahead, Enterprise. Well, before, it's like all the equipment was Less there, and it looked cool angle. with the equipment, but this, the room itself looked like shit. And now it doesn't look like shit. Well, it's, it was the same office as when we first moved into this building that was all like old motel rooms and stuff, right? So it still had that yeah, like we had same sets. front mm-hmm. zero paneling or anything, just it, like... It was sets from dusk till dawn. Yeah. From the television series. And they had to tear them down uh, as contractually because you, you have to leave the space as you found it, basically. And they were said, hey, if you don't want us to tear these things down, we can... Uh, just give them to you guys. We're like, fuck yeah, we'll do that. Hell yeah. So I, I guess they assume we shot some motel short or something. We just turned it into offices. You and I, when we first moved in, shared an office, and I think we had like fake blood on our roof. Yeah, it was on the ceiling. It was like splattered up. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. I just want to show something really quick before we go. This is, somebody sent this in. This is oh, all, time, all time Ash sent this in from Twitter to everybody. It came to me, though, I guess, care of me to everybody. So this is a pillow that was sewn for the 15th anniversary of a bunch of different shows. Oh, like sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the camera operator <laughs> earning their pay. Alright, throw it See if they can track Oh, they're not tracking they're not it anymore. Tracking anymore. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good. I they it. lost it. I saved it. I saved it. <laughs> <laughs> so today we went to uh, Barbara and I. Uh, Gus, unfortunately, you couldn't attend. Gavin, you couldn't attend either, but we went to... Why can I attend? I, I think we, he wasn't invited. We took the... You son of a bitch, what? You were here all last week. I didn't know you were going to be here today. So, because you take a day off, you're gone forever? I asked Michael, too. Michael said he couldn't get out of filming. You couldn't get a filming. That's probably bullshit. He, oh, I don't think so. I think he loves these guys. Where'd anyway, we took him out to Fogo de Chao. Son of a bitch! I missed the Achievement Hunter one An appreciation this, lunch. Right? And now, I missed you, this one for Achievement Hunter. Yeah, you did. I got- I, I'm owed two Fogos by someone. You no, know, you're not owed shit, what? motherfucker. Why? Because- You're, you're Fogoed? Work less, how about that? I got you know? Fogo FOMO. Why don't you, why don't you stop, Fogo like- Fogo FOMO? Yeah. I like that. Stop straddling between these Just responsibilities. Don't you pick a side. Slide all the way through there. How about that? Said so you're fogoed. Ode. Fogo. Oh, I get it. 
Thanks. Thanks for, I, if I have to explain, it probably wasn't that good to begin with. I don't know about you, Barbara, but I just want to fall asleep at this point. I'm uh, so full. We have chicken sandwiches here for dinner. I know. What are you guys doing? I Did anybody like... eat any, or is that is that thing still full? It's I had full. one. Oh, I, I mean, did. You might be the only one who ate it. Could anything. you eat one, Barb? <laughs> if I gave you like twenty dollars, could you eat it? Absolutely. Really? I don't yeah. know if I could at this point. I'm could like, I bleh. give you forty dollars to eat two? Forty? Oh, yeah. Okay. If you're giving me forty <laughs> bucks to eat two sandwiches, yes. Yeah. Oh, really? Right Just now. Get them done throughout the podcast, and then you'll and then you're I good. Can. That's a lot. This $40 is like when you tried to make me eat that it's poutine. $40, $40 is like most of a video game. Yeah, I mean, if Barbara had eat that poutine at the end of our food challenge day, I felt so bad. You got about halfway through it, I think, and then yeah. you started to like... Let's just say after that, I know why they're called cheese curds. Oh, fucking gross. Yeah. That was, a, that was a good day. No. That's a fun. Yeah. In chat, Tucker fan one one's asking how big the sandwiches are. All right, they're let's get pretty. a couple of sandwiches. They're, like, they they're, they're not sexy. that big. They're like a to, to, so, chicken sandwich size. Though to set this up, we went to Fogo de Chao, which if you're not familiar with that, is a Brazilian. How do you say churisaka? Is that yeah? Yeah, sure. I thought it sounded Japanese Charisura. the way I said it, but uh, it's a place where they these cowboys come around and they have cowboys. meat on. These swords, and then they cut it for you, and they have a little red card and a green card. We've talked about it before on the podcast. So, oh my gosh, that is Just a lot forty dollars. How m- these are heavy? Oh my god, these I are feel heavy. like an asshole if I won't eat two chicken sandwiches for four. <gasps> that is heavy. <laughs> <laughs> for forty bucks. I think it's good, good cash for time. It's not good for an like, audio podcast though. Yeah, well, yeah but this is also a video podcast. Yeah, we're in the future. Video. That's true. It's video of the does, if he eats one, does he get twenty, or is it only two or nothing? That's two or nothing. Well, it's, it's a bet. Right. It's two yeah. or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. There's no like participation trophy. All right, that's what we're looking at. For although fried chicken I sandwich. just I just remembered the whole time you ate like sixteen tacos, tacos. and you were there. But then he threw up, right? He threw up, but he funny. he cleared way more density than that. I did, but he's got a big base of <laughs> fogo in there. So this many time. tacos, my whole abdomen was hard as a rock. <laughs> I, I yeah, it. Was poking it was me. rock solid. <laughs> It was horrible. That that whole experience was How terrible. How often does it happen to you guys where you eat too much that it's hard to breathe? What nope. day is today? <laughs> Monday. It's been at least four hours. Kevin, did that do that and you weren't even holding it? Oh, I, it's never me that does it. It's putting it down. Or like I, I took a little bite. It. I don't want to eat on mic, but I do want 40 bucks, dude. 40 Are you going to be able to do it? If you, if you take one massive bite every five minutes, you'll get through them. I just don't. No. 40 bucks now. No. Not no, worth damn. it. Did you see the? Can't, I can't. I want the, the forty bucks, but no. Did you see the Tom Scott video that came out the other day, mm. where he sent bread to the edge of space? No. He, Why? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What? He, you know, he said that the people always do uh, like publicity stunts where they send food to space. No. But, what are you talking about? What food? What food? People what like is, send pizzas. You've or, never heard of that before. You've never seen that. That it's a very co- it's a very popular type of video. People send stuff up. What on have you sent to space? What do people send? To, what do people send to space? As a joke. Have you seen sitcoms? I mean, do I have to explain? Do I, where, where do we start with explaining basic things? Have you seen videos of people sending stuff to the edge of space on one balloon? I basic seen, about that. What I do you mean by se- edge of space? You mean, like, to the uh, atmosphere? They go to the oh edge God. of the earth and they lean do over. I have to exp- <laughs> what are you okay, let's start with balloons. Okay. Does everyone understand what a fucking balloon is? Yeah. No. Okay. So Tom Scott, oh, yeah. are we getting garlic bread? Decided to make a video <laughs> to send garlic bread to the edge of space. So he attached it to a weather balloon, and he said that in other videos he's seen people send stuff up. Garlic but bread, don't eat it. So he wanted to send it up and then eat it when it came back down to Earth. 
Oh, oh, so we have to. Oh, but you have to be at the landing site. Like a bad idea. I yeah. feel like it'd be really cool. We could have landed in Spain. Uh, hey, uh, who is this guy? I just saw his videos for the first time recently. Tom Scott. But what is he? He does very interesting little. Tomska? No, Tom, Tom Scott. Scott. Oh, he does look familiar though. Not the guy who does ASDF. No, that's Tomska. <laughs> oh, oh so it closed. What? Yeah. So on the way down, they had built this little actuator and spring into it so that. The bread wouldn't be ruined when it was at a thousand meters. Uh-huh. It closed to protect it. <laughs> a thousand meters? I feel like if the bread has been at the edge of space, that's you've got to eat it. That's not the edge of space, is it? it? It closed on the way down. It went oh. all the way up, and then on the way down, it closed. So is it just really cold? Uh, Yeah, the the one that goes all the way up is like frozen in the middle. Oh, wow. If you hold it up to your ear, can you hear the moon at that point? They ate terrestrial bread and then stratospheric bread and then compared the two. Were they both delicious still? I like that the guy who shows up who made who quote unquote made the garlic bread, he's like, Yeah, I made this garlic bread myself this morning. I mean, aside from the baguette. It's like so Oh, what so did you like, do? You, you put garlic, garlic butter on fucking bread? I think that and is you, what I mean. you come out and you say you made garlic bread? I just want to be sure I get credit in the video. I'm the guy that like put the butter and the garlic on the bread. <laughs> I made this garlic bread, except for the bread part <laughs> and the garlic. I think that's still <laughs> fair to say. What? I think if you take two pieces of bread and put peanut butter and jelly yeah. on it, you made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. If you make pasta, you don't make the pasta. But it's like you said, it was like, okay, this is a slippery slope you got me mm-hmm. on here. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I no, I agree. No, no, no. It's, 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 it's just different. garlic bread. A sandwich is a different thing. Yeah, you know? but what makes the garlic bread? Gar- it's the garlic and the whatever shit you got on there, the seasoning, right? Yeah. So if you take bread and you put that shit on bread, you made garlic bread. If I buy a fucking plain donut and I put chocolate frosting on it, I didn't make a chocolate donut. You made a chocolate frosting <laughs> donut. <laughs> like you did. I did not. It's just a fucking donut that I, that I made worse. You frosted a donut. I frosted a donut. Right? If you take a bagel and you put cream cheese on it, what'd you make? A breakfast. Cream- you put cream cheese on a bagel. I mean, okay. you don't say I made. I a- wouldn't say I made anything. I said I made a cream cheese bagel for breakfast. I also wouldn't show up mm-hmm. on a set and be yeah. like, "What's up, everybody? Listen, I made a cream cheese bagel." So, everybody, shout out to me. <laughs> well, and if I it was about it to space. go to space, you might say that. He bought garlic bread. <laughs> he <laughs> bought bread and put garlic on it. That's not. Nah, I'm with Gus on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just. It's Although he must have, he must have, he must have. There must have been a heating application. Patrick must heated it up because it had the bread, the butter melted into the bread and everything, and then it went up and got frozen again. How do you know the bread? I don't know. But I'm, I'm shifting over here. My opinion on garlic bread is changing. Mm-hmm. Can bread freeze? Without no, it's the only thing that can't freeze. It's literally the but only is, thing. Is there enough moisture in a loaf of bread to freeze? I wonder if yeah, it could... freeze is solid, right? You can kill do someone you... with a loaf of bread. <laughs> what do you think? There's no <laughs> moisture in bread. I was just trying to remember. I was like. What is there moisture in toast? You can freeze a rock. Well, you kind of dehydrate it, right? So toast can't freeze, is what you're saying. What does freezing mean to you? Make it solid. Like, what does freezing mean? Just or make it super cold? Like it goes below freezing and then is frozen. <laughs> so can I freeze a rock? If I put a rock in the freezer and it gets down to like negative forty degrees, really cold, or does it only change density? What? Well, it has to have liquid in it, right? Nope. Why? Because you're freezing. It has to freeze water. How do you freeze a solid? That's, so, a, that's the question I'm asking you. Right? That's where we're getting this is the point. Does okay. it need to have liquid well, to freeze? Toast isn't a solid. If I get a rock wet and put it in the freezer, does that freeze it? The yeah. water might freeze on it. <laughs> See, there you go. Yeah. So what does it matter? So, so you made a you made a watery rock. Does water I wonder if there's any rocks that have water in that. Is that possible? Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen they call them uh in hydros? They can get like rocks that have like tiny bits of water in them from like millions of years ago. So if you froze it, it would break the rock, probably. So sometimes they'll have bubbles for air, so maybe it'll expand, but I'm sure some would break. That well, rock bubbles for air, the water would dry. 
No, because it's in, it's sealed. But right. So then, if it, if it's uh, mm. do you remember that rock with guts? That would freeze. Rock. Oh, that was weird. What are you talking about? It's like oh, a living rock. Didn't they like yeah. cut it open and it had shit in it? Or am I thinking <laughs> something else? No, you're pretty close. Yeah. By shit, it you goop. mean it had like goop, goop and guts. Yeah. Gunk, gunk. You don't mean feces in the rock. No. Nope. Although that would be impressive as fuck. It had stuff in it. Bar the stuff. So does that? So okay. So what I want to know now is if you have some toast, like some really well done toast, and you leave it in the freezer all night, is it too cold to eat? The next day, I don't is it think too anything cold to is eat? Too well. Like you couldn't eat just a piece of bread because it'd be really rock solid, and you'd probably break your teeth on it. That's true. But if if toast is so dehydrated that none of the moisture can freeze, maybe you can just get it down. I don't think it'd be too hard to eat. I don't think so either. So someone in chat needs to freeze toast right now and <laughs> let us know. I think it also depends on how thick the bread is. Like there's a lot of factors that go. So into by this. your logic, I can freeze bread, but I can't freeze croutons. Right? Right, because croutons are just toast, right? Do they right? have croutons in the UK? Yeah. Okay. Seize the salad. <laughs> Do you call them croutons or something stupid like that? <laughs> nah, croutons. Hey, okay. speaking of bread, croutons. you see that, uh, have you been to that new Rudy's yet? That you just opened up? fill it, so. What? There's a new have Rudy's? Have been to the Rudy's uh, Dude, I, I sent you a message from there. Oh, you did? Okay. I told you it was open. Oh, okay. And, and I didn't realize you were there. I got the thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. I did, it wasn't clear that I was there. Okay, yeah. But I put it on my Instagram story, which clearly you're a big follower of, no, so no, thanks no. for that. I, uh, you're not one of the two people I follow. I had, I had. They uh, give you way too much bread there. Is was my segue no, between the bread. Who cares? There's no such thing. They don't give you enough. What are you talking about? If you go there with a ton of people, they won't give you enough. Oh, like I, I go there for like myself and Esther, and it's like oh. I don't need three quarters of a loaf of bread. See, to me, Take that's not home. somewhere I go with just one other person. It's like a group mm. event. It's like, hey, we're all getting Rudy's. I remember we used to go to Rudy's all the time back when we lived down south. Yeah. We'd go with Michael and Lindsay a lot, and then we go swimming. It was so good. I was thinking about that the other day. We used to do that like felt like every weekend. We sometimes used to go swimming at lunch. <laughs> Yeah, lunchtime swimmies. I uh, I will go to Rudy's if I want like a really quick like low carb meal, but then it's always once I get there, and I order everything you and I order all low carb stuff. They go, "Do you want half a loaf of bread?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I do. <laughs> Thank you." And I always take the half loaf of bread. What is the best side dish with barbecue? In your uh, garlic bread for space. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be my new thing. Cream I'm gonna corn. go to Olive Garden and order breadsticks from space. I like the cream corn. Too. What was the conclusion of the stupid space experiment? Oh, have we done everything else? Are we just doing like random shit on YouTube now that like we're uh, we've reached the limits now? Sure. You know the videos we've made as a company. Yeah. I mean, some of those seem justified. We never said bread into space. I feel like we're behind. We need to we need to have a video <laughs> where we send something to space. Can we send one of those chicken sandwiches up into space. We'll send a Bernie okay. hat into space and see if it lands on someone. I, mean, Ooh. Well, I saw a Bernie hat right over there. We should send some home slice into space. Why? Why? Why not? Why waste food? Because the whole interesting thing there is just home slice pizza. Just eat home slice. That's I, enough. I ate home slice. Yesterday. Maybe they'll see Did the you? video and send us free home slice. Mind blown. What's up? Barbara, so Barbara just broke it herself. can only go so high because the balloons pop. Oh, right. I found out somebody was in town because they were eating home slice. Who's that? Alana. Oh, yeah, well, she, she was visiting Blaine. Yeah, she posted on Instagram. It's just weird. That's like a weird indication that someone, I, it's like, I saw a home slice box. I said, oh, she's in Austin. I was driving down to home slice yesterday, and, you know, that area of South Congress always sucks. Like, lots of cars, lots of pedestrians. You always have to be very alert when you're driving. I'm going to come back to something about South Congress. All right, go ahead. South Congress. So I'm driving, and uh, I'm with Esther. She's in the passenger seat. She's looking out the window. When we drive past, this, uh, you know, some pedestrians, she goes, that guy we just drove past looks like the lead singer from Queens of the Stone Age. I'm like, oh really? And she like starts Googling. She's like, yeah, they're playing a show in Austin on Tuesday. That was that was definitely him. It's like, how the fuck did you recognize him? Like, I'm just driving down the street. Like, how do you pick him out of everyone in the crowd? And she's not even like 
the world's biggest Queens of the Stone Age fan. He's like, how did you pick him out of the crowd and how did you recognize him? She's like, I don't know. That's good skills. She good with faces. I guess. I'm terrible with that stuff. Yeah, unless I'm specifically looking for someone. I'm terrible. And even them. so, yeah. I would probably fuck it up. Your wife is having an affair. <laughs> Maybe with he. That's why I'm I came the only to town one who's early. good enough friend to tell you. That's that's uh, that's the only answer that I could possibly <laughs> make. What are you gonna say about South Congress? So South Congress is a development which where home slice is. There's a lot of like old Austin shops that then became new modern hipster shops. Soco. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool part, fun part of Austin. Yeah. I like the fact that the hipster part of of Soco ends when you get to the meat packing. Company that refuses yeah. to move out of there. It's like if you bring, you're supposed to bring, bring like, like, like a, a big dead deer in. Bring us your deer for processing. <laughs> just bring it in and give it to them. It's right in the middle of downtown Austin, basically. They have this deer processing. Do they have like a back loading bay or do they, are they just shoving dead deer through the front door? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know what it is. You just wow. haul it into the front. As long as business hours <laughs> are going on. And uh, you can like, and they'll process it and turn it into whatever for you. You can get some jerky if you want. I'd Probably jerky takes a little bit longer. They'll probably just sell you jerky for like, something else. Yeah, sausage. Do they, still, do they still make glue from horse? From horse? If they make glue from horse, why does the Elmer's glue have a cow on it? I was gonna say, that's that, doesn't make sense to me. It's like it hooks. Like a cow and a pig together. I thought it was a cow. That was the thing always freaked me out. Is it the same cow that advertises Chick-fil-A? God damn, when are they gonna be done El with that ad campaign? Elmer, no idea. They, they've no. stuck with that thing for like two decades. <laughs> Is it still going on? I don't know. And yet we don't we, we had to lose stuff like grimace and the hamburglar Dude if I if I make enough money in my life I know I always said that I wanted to tow tow trucks, but now I want to go rob McDonald's wearing a hamburglar costume <laughs> and just, I just feel like it would be impossible for anybody to take you seriously if you dressed as a hamburglar Money for that what it's like to pay bail and stuff because you're a criminal to build, Yeah, why would distract you need, the cops? Why would you need to be a really so I'd have, obviously I'd have to blow up a building across town while I'm doing this yeah, But yeah. That that's takes, always expensive. that takes money <laughs> blowing up buildings. Okay. I'm down a rabbit hole here guys Elmer's glue the mascot is Elmer the bull. It's a bull. Yeah, okay. Okay. okay I can see that you know board and milk <gasps> uh, They have Bessie the cow is this like a fanfic thing? Are they in a relationship? They are married. No way! Elsie <laughs> had a fictional cartoon mate, Elmer the Bull, who was created in 1940 and went to Borden's then chemical division as a mascot for Elmer's glue. The pair was given offspring Beulah and Beauregard in 1948 and twins Larrabee and Lobelia in 1957. Who the fuck who? either one of those companies Wait. is doing that job? Why the fuck is there so much backstory to a fucking <laughs> cartoon cow? That's me. Because then when people Google it, they find out shit like this and it's fascinating. I love stuff like <laughs> I that. I never connected the fact that the Borden had a cow and Elmer's Glue had a cow. And, and apparently they're married and they're, they're fucking doing it. What are they? <laughs> we'll have a talk later. <laughs> I wonder how it's made. Was. I wonder how it's made on glue. I want to see the horse go to glue. Every time you say horse, I'm hearing horse. Every single time. Horse. <laughs> horse. Horse. Now say, horse. Now say horse. Horse. <laughs> I don't want to see a living. I assume it's dead horses, right? Dead horses. Horses. <laughs> that make it better. Yeah, they, it's the bones, it I think. Also, uh, there's the foot. Jello. They make jello the same way, I think. Oh. Like they render. How do render. they figure out that feet get sticky? I don't know. There's a whole Jerry Seinfeld bit about what you're talking about. Oh, really? How, who, who looked at a horse? Who's like somebody's working at the tape factory, and they go, "Oh, this tape won't stick right." And then a horse walks by, and it goes, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite stand-up specials of all time. Yeah, it is. My kids used to love it. I'll see the oh, cow. Oh, she's a fucking comic. Look, reading a paper. So is what? 
What is? Oh my god! Man, are they are they going to be in Infinity War? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's Hawkeye right there. <laughs> He's not even in the fucking trailer. <laughs> <laughs> he made it that. All right, by the way, are you like me? Are you entirely sick of the most ambitious crossover meme? Yeah. Yet? That 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 meme seems to have run its course about fifteen times at this point. I feel like that that resurfaces in different ways every time. Does it? Does it really? Like essentially the same way. Yeah, but just with different things. Different. That's yeah. what a meme is. What are you drinking? Lemonade. Oh. Just I wanted to advertise Rooster Teeth glassware. <laughs> Did you ever hear the lawsuit with vitamin water where somebody sued them saying they misled the public on the nutrients in their drink? Mm -mm. And the, the vitamin water's response was, no reasonable person could think this is a healthy drink. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was like, wow, okay. Wait, about their own drink? About their own drink. That was their defense. Are you saying this is not healthy? No, no, that's not. It's, it's sugar water. It's sugar water. But it's got... It's the same with it, like those naked juice drinks. Yeah. They're just awful. <laughs> you're, you're sighing like you're defeated. No, it only, it's only got five grams of carbohydrates. Well, that's the zero version. Well, you're, you're drinking the diet version, which is probably uh, you're drinking like xylitol. Yeah. And what's what's the one? What's the one? That, aspartame. What's, aspartame. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, aspartame's real bad for you. South Congress, fucking nightmare. They also have a good candy shop down there. Big top candy shop. You yes. ever been in there? Yes. All old Love school it. candies. Great. Good place to go if you're in town for RTX. But they had this fucked up thing on that street. Do you guys know where I'm going with this? Okay, no. so you go down the street, zip. You're going down the street. You're going to talk about parking back home. Oh. You drive in the right lane, there's slanted parking spaces. But the way that you work is you pull into a parking space and you turn to the right and pull in so they're slanted towards the cars. On South Congress, they're slanted the other direction so you have to go past the parking space. They make it easier to pull out of the space than yeah, but, pull in. But then someone's always tailgating you in Austin. Oh, I'm saying it's bad. It's bad design. Yeah. It wait, should wait, be wait. easier so to pull front, into something. The front is pointed out. The front, so if you're, I'm trying to think of the best way to say it. The parking spaces line up with traffic. So it's like they point in the direction of traffic. So you go past the space and then back into the diagonal parking space. Right. I and, thought that's bad. Like, I thought when you park, you meant to park with your so, wheel at the curb. And, so and you, can see, you can see the problem here. And the, the car in the fucking center didn't do it right. Right. That's why they're pointed straight ahead at the camera instead <laughs> no of tilted like everyone else. No one ever does it right. Well, he might be coming out. look at the out. guy in the end. He's like all the way sideways. It also, <laughs> it causes this thing every time where if someone sees a spot, someone's tailing him right behind. And then he has to stop, put on his blinkers like, yeah. I want this spot. And in then the, the person road. has to wait for the other lane of traffic to pass so they could go around or him. Or someone, and it just crap someone parks jam. wrong and they pull in yeah. head first anyway. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nightmare. It's just, I, I, I've never seen that in any other city. I'm sure Gavin. I travel to other cities, and I'm only in Austin sometimes. But it's like I don't know who the fuck came up with this. They also have it on West Sixth Street, west of Lamar. Just put them, put them th back easy, out. It's easier to get out. But yeah. I, I will never park in those spots because I don't want to bother trying to get into them. If, if someone ever leaves their handbrake off, their car's gonna roll away. Roll which way? Into the road. What are you talking about? Your you point is, you, you uh, think like a car this. can only roll forward? You don't think a car can roll backwards? <laughs> That's downhill. No, it's not. No, it's no. not. Do, wait, do, do the Roads go like this, buddy. Yeah, they have For a drainage. They, they stop. They're higher in the middle than they are on the end. That picture, they were pointing downwards. The fuck? Are you it might just about? be a the picture that looks like that, but no, they. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, you're in over here. You, you ever been driving down the road? And there's a big river in the middle of the road. You ever seen that? No, because the drainage. cars aren't going to go like this into the middle. Well, drains like are that. at the side. Can we well, get a cross section straight. of a road? What you're thinking about, Mr. Gavin Free? What I believe you're thinking about is in places like. San Francisco, California, which has a geology and topography filled with hills, they will turn their wheel towards the curb, so in case their car 
fails, the emergency brake fails, it'll steer into the curb instead of just like driving on down the fucking hill. But you just said the road does that. Okay. Well, there's two a hills hill, on it there. A hill, a hill is a different thing than just a regular flat road. You recognize that, right? Well, I'm okay, so if you put a ball down and it rolls, that's what I'm on about. Okay, but there it would roll to the side of the road. It wouldn't roll anywhere. It's a flat fucking road. It's a flat road. It's not rolling anywhere. The whole road is flat. I mean, is it flat? I mean, flat, flat? No, but it's fucking flat. It's yes. Okay, imagine a hill that's going down, and you're parking downhill. If you turn your wheel into the curb, curb. and your brake fails, you go into the curb. If you turn that way, that way, you'll go into the road. But the road Congress point. is not facing downwards. It's straight. Oh, yeah. So that's South Congress. Actual South no, Congress. <laughs> there you go. Well, by the way, who the fuck is parking those cars? Somebody's parked in somebody's doorway. <laughs> San Francisco. <laughs> what is that, though? How I mean, someone is parked like, right in front of someone's door. I don't, I don't recall ever being on any streets in San Francisco where people park that is perpendicular to the curb. Weird parking. I I've seen that if you go close, residential? To, close to like uh, that windy street, it's like that. Yeah. Okay. That's a fucked up town. There's going to be like, there's going to be no way people can live there at some point. It's just like. There's, they're, they're not going to have anything but tech companies, and there's going to be no other businesses around because only these high-level Silicon Valley tech companies are going to be able to afford any of that stuff top, there. Like the There'll be, like, no way. restaurants or anything like that. Yeah. Because people won't be able to afford it. I was talking to Alfredo about that today because he used to live in San Francisco. And he was talking about the, the cost of living there is ridiculous. I'm, ama- I'm honestly I'm amazed at the kind of funny guys staying in San Francisco. Yeah. It, it is ridiculous, the cost of living there. Just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, he said that if you're paying under $2,000 for anything, you're living with at least three more people, probably. Ashley paid $1,000 a month to live, and she had f- uh, she was one of five roommates. Yeah. It's like, what? 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 It's insane. bathrooms and shit. 1000 bucks a month. I'm trying no. to see where it lists, where it ends up on the world, world's most expensive cities. Like I know Vancouver Lond- is up there. London's got to be more expensive than San Francisco. No, I agree. I agree. I don't. I just don't know. Nah, is that sustainable? I would never open a business in London. <laughs> oh, <whoops>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? What day is this? So we announced our plans to expand into the UK. First order of business there is we're fixing the UK store. Like we're getting it up to snuff. Yeah. Can I work there? Do you do you want to go to the UK? Ellie was excited about it. No, I want to work here. You want to stay in America? So you like America better. You uh, complain about milk. No, I like the people here. For sure. So you hate English and people? And the weather? I don't hate English people. But you like the sun? You know, there's stuff to like about both. I wouldn't yeah. live here if I hated it. I like Austin. We should probably point something out. What? Gavin is not falling into that trend of gamer personalities coloring their hair stupid colors. Mm. Something happened that his oh, hair is from a between the games. It's not dye. It's just paint. I couldn't get off my face. Yeah, so I'll, I'll work on it later. Chat's been asking like crazy. I've been intentionally. Oh, blind. I would imagine I, when I looked at him, I thought for sure it's like a, it also, it's also UV ish. Yeah, so yeah. Like very like very reflective. Did you have UV-ish. that light with you to like? I, had, in case I still had it in my pocket. Oh, you're probably getting cancer. It's funny. I didn't even notice that it was on your hair for like the longest time talking to you today because you were standing <laughs> like Rufio. In a light where I thought it was just reflecting some red into your hair from. Yeah, like, you came like a foot away from me. Even touched my face and didn't notice. No, it wasn't until you showed me the video of that <laughs> happening to you. Where I was like, "Oh, it's still in your hair." He walked up on the set and he's like, "Hey, let me show you a video I filmed today." And he showed it to me and I looked at it and I was like, "Oh!" And I looked at it and I was like, "Oh, I hadn't noticed it yeah. either." So you just—it's like the time I shaved half my beard and nobody noticed. I think I noticed that. 
Eventually, yeah. Like Did Marshall Rimmer do something where he wore the same shirt every day for three weeks to see if anyone would notice, and no one did? <laughs> I don't remember Who's that. Just, it sounds Marshall like something Rimmer? he would do. Didn't he do that like back in '66? Yeah, nobody, nobody noticed. Didn't he also live there? <laughs> he might for still a bit? be wearing that <laughs> he shirt. He also lived there. Yeah, there was a uh, there was a Australian broadcaster who wore the same suit every day for oh. a year, and at the end of the year, pointed out that if his female counterpart had done that even for two or three days. They would have gone after nobody said anything about the fact that he wore the exact same outfit for an entire fucking year. It's a good experiment. Yeah. That's why it's guys only experiment. really need one suit for every yeah. every uh fancy occasion. How many suits you got? Seven. <sighs> oh. I, I own one. I finally bought one. I've never worn it. You never had a suit? No. Oh, wait, what did you marry Jack and Katie with? Uh, I was wearing <laughs> that blue suit jacket. Oh, just a jacket. Yeah. You rented it. Oh, never mind. No, Gus I own that blue one. used to have, if I may. Gus used to have a vest problem. Oh yeah, he would wear vests. It was a, it was the mid to late nineties. Never was cool. Never was cool. It was, a, it was a different time. You mean like a waistcoat? Not like sweater vest. No, 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 like a vest vest. No, like a vest at a formal event. He'd wear a vest, like the not... thing you're supposed to wear under the uh, jacket. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I think my little brother wore those when he was six to bar mitzvahs. It was probably the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's very it true. It was probably the same around the yeah, same year. Late nineties. Yep. Yep. Hey, speaking of which. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by eHarmony. I don't know that's why that's a speaking of <laughs> uh, words, vests. It's brought to you by eHarmony. Uh, if you've tried or you're currently trying to date online, chances are you run into lazy text messages, dead end conversations, or random matches that don't turn into dates. Uh, but have you seen the success stories from eHarmony? Real people are finding real matches with eHarmony. eHarmony takes steps that other dating sites don't do in order to find you a more compatible match. eHarmony is built to help you find lasting, meaningful relationships, not a shallow hookup site. They've helped over a million people find their perfect match. eHarmony uses decades of science, data, and psychological research to send you the right matches. Stop waiting and start your journey to a satisfying, meaningful relationship. It can be fun to play around with online dating apps, but when you're ready to fall in love with someone and have a meaningful relationship, there's one app that's built to bring you real love, eHarmony. Come see how eHarmony can change your life. Go to eHarmony.com and get started. Enter code RTPODCAST at checkout. Thanks, eHarmony, for sponsoring this episode of the Receipt Podcast. And I'm sorry, I don't have a personal experience with eHarmony. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> um, what were we talking about? I think every dating service, every dating app should be paid. Why? Just to filter out filter, people? Yeah, bots and garbage. You don't have to worry so much about it, I don't think, because there's a bunch of real dudes on mm -hmm. there. But there's fake. I've never been on any dating apps. I can't say I disagree with you. Seem like a bunch of fake, fake ladies on there. Oh, probably fake everything. Yeah, yeah. Fake. fake men. I think we're we're also in a a different position. I'm not talking about dating sites specifically, but social media in general, where people know who we are, so we don't have that level of anonymity. So you know, we definitely would lean more towards being like, yeah, people should pay and have their real information. Yeah, for, I think for people should pay for anything we have to make an account. There was a, a dating app I used. When I was single, <laughs> I didn't think through that whole statement. I'm just making statements <laughs> over here. Where uh, they would show if people were verified, like they had to verify their identity. I think they would take a picture of themselves on the camera, and the app would match their face with the pictures that they had on the profile, mm. and it would like show a little verified, essentially tick. What's stopping ones. them from just holding up a picture of a picture they've given? And then they say like, "Hold a banana." I think it's I think it's like a <laughs> like couple different angles and stuff uh, like that. Mugshot. I don't know how they would. I never did it. Use the iPhone 10 facial detection camera. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we were supposed to show a poster. Where is it? Behind you. We uh, put this oh, poster uh, on sale in the receipt store, 
And they tweet the Rusty store tweeted a, a photo of it, but I felt like doesn't it didn't do it justice. It didn't do it justice. Just yeah. show off. This like, one is like super shiny. It's actually going overboard with it right now. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm also lights. trying to angle it into the lights. These but. are these are some high powered lights we're sitting under. Yeah, it's a uh, limited edition foil, red versus blue. Is that good? Bam. Way to say that? Foil? foil poster. That I means it's it. expensive. It was that the one that you showed or someone showed at the all hands meeting and yeah. everyone went? Everyone went, woo. It was like, woo. Yeah, everyone was like, <laughs> what's up with the back impressed. of it? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's that, that one about? is not if for If you want to buy this, just uh, send me a direct message. We should do that, it. That's from my uh, my birthday party. We should sell that one week. on Extra Life or something. Or not sell, but raffle it off. How? What, what birthday was that? But this isn't a birthday. This was after a t-ball game. Uh, oh. This is bef this is when I lived in Texas City. Show, so the, fo show the photo. I'm again. probably. I love that Gavin thinks that, that you photo. dressed up in a baseball outfit and got a trophy on your birthday. <laughs> That's literally what he came up with when he saw that photo. I think I'm fine. Is it just because it was a kid and it's a photo? You assumed it was a birthday party? No, I just heard him say birthday, but he was talking about his. Recent it's really birthday. weird because the way the angle that you have it at now on the camera, it looks like your hand is around whoever, <laughs> like <laughs> adult you're next to. It's my mother. Also, what is your baseball team name? Are you on the petite? Oh wait, no, this isn't. This is. Um, <laughs> so it was sponsored by a local <laughs> kettle. Oh, kettle. Oh, <laughs> your shirt says kettle? So it says kettle. So I, I was older than that. Uh, this I was probably seven in this photo. Could we please make a, sh a shirt for the RT store that just says kettle? Kettle, and that's it? Yeah. Do you have a- Is kettle still around? I, I was just about to ask that. Do you have any kettles around you anywhere? There was a kettle There was a kettle in Eagle Pass, but it, it's gone. What it, is it? There was one on South Lamar's, like a Denny's or a uh, IHOP. There used to be one on oh. 35 down by like Old Torf, but it's that's little, gone. I guess the closest restaurant, if you know what this is, it was closest to like a Marie Calendars, if you know what that yeah. is. Okay, okay. It was kettle. It was, if I recall correctly, the logo was like a yellow. It looked like a cauldron. Yes. And it had kettle written. Oh, that was side. blue, blue and yellow. I thought. That was black and yellow. Okay, I'm, I'm working from memory here. So, I'm so you say blue and yellow. I say black. You say black and yellow. You say, I say blue black and yellow. yellow. The letters were definitely black. Which would it be? Oh, that's blue and yellow. Wow, that's not that's... at all how I remember it, but okay. I will take your word for it. Kind of looks like use the, a picture uh... of a kettle. It looks like Kraft I wonder mac why. and cheese. Looks like what? Kraft mac and cheese almost. Kettle means different things in different Like the Kraft logo? Mm. Oh, I see. That's also blue and yellow. Oh. You, you think there it's tea is, kettle? Yeah. There's a black and yellow version. Oh. oh. Maybe that's what you had where you grew up. I had blue and yellow. Regional. Okay. Look at we're both right. Milestone moment on the podcast. <laughs> Everyone gets to be right. All right, so last week I, I uh, had the amazing idea to have beds in economy on flights. Not to talk <laughs> about flights all the time. Uh, now I've had a new good idea about planes. There, there, someone tweeted me. I guess Airbus is going to modify some planes so passengers can can lay down on the lower levels of the yeah. plane. In the hold? Yeah. Did they hear this oh. podcast? They're, they're listening to us. And uh, people also were sending us stories about airlines that are going to have seats where you have to stand up the whole time. There <laughs> like, was a... Bot, like it's like handles? yeah, you kind of just like stand and oh, it's just more compressed. It's awful. Yeah. Anyway, what was your, 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 your new brilliant idea? Right. When the plane crashes... <laughs> Not if... <laughs> when? Yeah. Uh, the overhead bins lock. <laughs> you look so pleased with yourself. <laughs> well, right. That'll, why don't they just instead of them. when the plane crashes, why not just a button that the flight attendants can push to lock them? In fact, that would be good. We well, don't want to lock or, them unless it or, crashes. Or oh oh no. Or why not have another button that says "Don't crash." Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. If they're building in these things of like to detect crashes, do it's like just don't crash the plane. I Why not that. lock them? And then if you want to get something out of it during the flight, you just have to like 
un, like a baby lock. But why would you want to lock it in the flight? You're assigned a key, so then and then you have a locker in the overhead bin space. No, and then you, you have to go that? and unlock. But he's specifically saying to prevent people from going. I don't make sense. Oh, what? oh, I thought you meant so like they don't like fly open and have everyone's bags faff about. No, I'm saying so that when the plane crashes and people have to get off, they're not getting their luggage because it like tears the slides and everyone's an idiot and people are trying to pull their- They need their stuff. Yeah, yeah. lock them out. Oh. I think it's a great idea. That also, just give the flight attendant the ability to hit lock like in a car, bonk, and it locks them all. And that way when the seatbelt sign is on, and somebody stands up, they can't get into the thing, so they're like, oh, I can't get in there anyway. Oh, so there's always going to be someone who like needs their medication right there. Though. It's very true. It's very true. But I feel like if I, the listen, plane's crashed, it's like the plane will blow up if you don't get off. Go. I yeah. was once one of those people, and it's, you know, I did get- Did a plane crash? No, it was one of those, well, I was one of those people <laughs> who was like, I need this, and I, I, oh. there's nothing I can do about it, and I need this right now, where uh, I was Game on the plane Boy. with Teddy, and I think it was like six, and- the whole fucking flight, I'm saying to him, do you have to go to the bathroom? No, 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 no. All right, begin initial descent. Light goes on. As soon as the light goes on, Teddy goes, I go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay, well, let's go now because the light just went on. Flight 10 would not let us go to the bathroom. But descent is like 20 minutes. It's yeah. longer. And then we usually yeah. make that announcement like 34, like, or... 34 30 minutes in advance. I was going to say 30 or 40, but it's not 40. Probably like 25, 30 minutes yeah. before. Yeah. And you guys yeah. can relate to this. We were flying into LAX, so I knew we were going to get on the ground. Then we're going to be on the tarmac for probably 20 minutes and waiting to get a game. definitely gate. don't let you get up then. And it's like, I, we tried to go, roll with it a little bit, made it like 10 minutes, and then he's like, like literally like squirming in his seat. And I'm said, I, and we're, I mean, the bathroom is like right next to us. We didn't have, we were all the way in the back of the plane, right there next to the bathroom. So I stood him up and I said, let's just go and try again. So we get up, she goes, no, he needs to sit down. And I, and I, I said, I said, I said, he's, we have a situation here. It's an emergency. He's got to go to the bathroom. And then it was just like, she was, she, we argued about it. And I was just yeah. like, go in the bathroom. I'll argue. Yes, with her. put him in, let him yeah. do it. And then you can, God, it's just he, like, yeah, it sucked. You can taunt her, keep her aggro. Yeah. I had a flight attendant. I was like, I'll take responsibility once. everything, you know? There was yeah. a flight attendant on a flight I was on that yelled at someone once for getting up during the descent to go to the bathroom when it was already on. Like, I guess this guy got up or tried to get up and she told him to sit down. He said he had to go to the bathroom, and she said, we're in descent. Um, a minute or two passed, and I guess maybe she turned around, he got up again, and all we hear down the aisle is, Sir! What did I say? And everyone's, like, looking back at this woman, like, yelling at him, and it was terrifying. We're I was like, I've never heard someone scene. speak to someone that way on a plane. <laughs> so, are you allowed to piss in the vomit bags? If you have to? Yeah. Sure. I think you could do whatever you want in those vomit bags. Airplane... Sick bag. I mean, is it just like a waste I, bag? I, I just typed that. I think you can actually use the uh, the the vomit bags for dirty diapers. I think that's another use for them. We refer to them as barf bags, but I think it's also you can be used for dirty diapers. I believe. Because if it holds liquid vomit, piss should be fine. Yeah, probably. Liquid vomit. Well, sometimes vomit's chunky, but a sometimes... lot easier when you got a penis. I'm trying to like I, in my mind. I'm thinking as a woman, how you, do I do this? You well, got I'm no thinking... directional spray at all. You got, can't do anything, like. Oh, I'm pretty. It's a pretty straight stream usually, but it's still just like getting the vagina. We well, can bag your vag. Yeah, the bag moves. You can, but like, I feel like it would still like because you're sitting, so it's still like trickling downwards. It's, it's not going. I don't have like hard stream where it's just like. <sighs> it's still kind of trickling. But right, if you edge, edge off the seat, right, and then you just bag the whole thing. I guess I could do that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was trying to think how would I. Avoid being arrested for having my penis out on a plane, and I'd have to put the bag over the fly 
unzip it and then just do it all it all contained in the bag but then you still have to angle it down because if you pee with the bag just up it's gonna come back <laughs> towards you yeah you'd have to be on the edge of the seat yeah so uh Patrick just sent me a, a story from July of 2015. <laughs> the headline is Airplane Uproar as Passenger Lets Child Urinate into Sick Bag. Uh, Vietnam Airlines passengers come under fire for letting her son urinate into a sick bag in his seat instead of using the airplane toilets. If it's like instead when they could have used the toilets, I get that. But if it was... Is there any more to it? A uh, woman at the center of the incident is said to be a famous Vietnamese singer and has since been outed on social media. Um, it doesn't... It. When questioned by the chief steward as to why she did not take her son to the lavatory, the woman ignored him, said the passenger. Oh, oh that's wow. the worst. She just didn't feel like it. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine feeling like someone's speaking directly to you and you don't even have to return, like, acknowledgement of their existence? I can't imagine that. People are like that in first class if you try and get them to move. They're, <laughs> or they'll just say no. Has I, happened to, to me, you before? What? Yes. I see it all the time. If you if you ask somebody to move in first class, like you get an upgraded ticket and you get into first class and you ask people to move, 90% of the time is no. In the in normal seating and economy, it's like 75, 80% sure I'll move. Yeah. I saw it on the way back from Portland just the other week. People in fucking first yeah. class are There was a couple that was separated, and they, the guy asked the passenger next to him if he could move so he could sit next to his wife. And the, the other random passenger was like, no. But luckily for them, some other person heard yeah. and was like, here, just come. I'll, I'll I've done that many it. times. Yeah. I'll go. I'll switch with you. Yeah. I understand yeah. if it's like you're in a window and someone wants you to move to an aisle or, or middle or whatever it is. But if it's like this aisle to this aisle or whatever it is. It's literally, I'm already sitting and leave me alone. I'm too important to Goodness. Yeah. Do you, you, you so if you just about? never asked or you just never been told no? I haven't asked a lot. There's been maybe f three or four times I've ever asked. Mm -hmm. um, and all the times it's been, sure. God, no. I would also never ask. So with that um, Southwest 1380 flight happened after our podcast last week. Oh, so, the, the window one? Yeah. So the engine exploded. And some of it hit the window, yeah. And a woman got almost sucked out. Yes, partially it sucked out. Partially sucked. So did her head in. come out? I don't know. I mean, that's all they've really oh, said. I guess I assumed it like sucked her out up to like her hips. That's what I had assumed too. But the yeah. windows are small. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying both? You imagine both shoulders going through? I have nothing to back that up. I, I just imagine wanna... it was like a head and an arm or something. Yeah, that would make more sense. But enough to head and arm. Yeah. Yeah, and the uh, the person next to her apparently couldn't. Didn't have the strength to pull her back in, which that says nothing about that person's strength. It's got I to imagine be that's difficult, incredibly difficult. And then there was a point in time, I guess, after they maybe got down to a certain altitude or <clears throat> a certain speed, that uh, there were two guys came over and were able to pull her back in the plane. But she was they tried to give her CPR, but she died. Jesus, yeah, that's fucked up. And the the pilot was amazing. Did you did you hear some of the radio calls from her? Oh yeah, yeah. She's course. a former Navy pilot. Yes. she was the first woman pilot to fly an F eighteen. And she's cool as a cucumber. Oh, you, the, you listen to the flight uh, recording on that right? Uh, they just they were airing it yeah. on the news. Yeah, huh. she's just like she's it. like yeah. Um, I'm totally paraphrasing here. She's like uh, identifies the flight Southwest Flight One One Three Eight. Need to make an emergency landing. Uh, we had an incident where the engine uh, exploded. We're missing a piece of the aircraft. It's like uh, that's a big thing to say. Yeah, <laughs> just, no, she's that missing a piece of the aircraft, and uh, one of the passengers went out. One of the passengers. I'm told one of the passengers. And the tower's like, Did one of the passengers went out. And she's like, yes, yes. Anyway, so, I feel like in all those situations, the person in the tower is the human, and the pilots are just in pilot emergency mode, where they're just right. like, information only. 
like the the guy who landed the plane in the Hudson. He's like, uh, we'll be in the Hudson. Yeah. No, we're not going to make that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll be in the Hudson. And, and everyone else is like, did he say it's going to be in the Hudson? I can tell you from personal experience from my flight training, uh, emergency procedures for landing the plane is like flight number five. And then you practice it almost every time, which is basically, in my experience, the uh, instructor just basically goes, uh, yoink, and pulls out the accelerator, you know, or the uh, the throttle. He pulls out the throttle. <laughs> accelerator. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out the throttle and, like, basically stalls the plane all of a sudden. And then when you're climbing or something, and he goes, okay, now emergency procedure. So then you have to get the plane to stable flight, and then you just have to start scanning. And then you basically make the radio call that says, uh, mayday, there's two people on board. This is what we look like when we're... <laughs> Mangled on the ground. This is what we're going to look like. What happens if you crash into a piece of garlic bread? What's the procedure? <laughs> Mid-flight? Yeah. Did it's you a, make it's it a growing not? concern. Is it frozen? <laughs> Who made this? My chances of that happening are now more significant than they were a week ago. Yeah. Before it was zero chance of hitting garlic bread in the sky. <laughs> now there is some, some chance that, that could have possibly happen. Is it legal to do it? I think you have to be uh, in a certain place. Like, so because you have to, in, I think you have to have a certain qualification to be able to Purchase and use those kinds of balloons, yeah. and then, so you have to know where you can use them. It would be cool to do one from here. Don't little kids do it at their schools though? Then they send a teddy bear up with a camera. I guess maybe a different kind of balloon. I don't know. Yeah. We oh, do. now you know about other stuff that's been sent to space. Oh no, I didn't know about food and stuff to space. You were talking about people spend. You Talk said like people send food to space all the time. Like, it's a thing I've never heard of it. Here. I also don't think of it as sending it to space. I don't know because it just hits the atmosphere. Well, this was like kids in elementary school. They were trying to. Send oh, now them. you know what near space is. Okay, are you that offended? Near space, in space is different. Fucking bullshit. Well, he did say send it to now. the edge of space, right? But uh, yeah. At first, when he said that, I was like, "There's no such thing as the edge of space." It I made lemonade. Goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> and I made some lemonade. Thanks. Just like that guy made yeah, garlic bread. Uh, my mouth's pretty salty right now. Do you see that um, that kid from Australia who flew to Bali by himself? A twelve-year-old. A twelve-year-old. I from, fucking like, love Australia. Sydney was mad at his family, so he decided he wanted to leave, and he somehow got his passport from his grandmother, a credit card from his mother, and booked a flight to Bali. And then uh, like he like flew to Perth, connected in Perth, and flew to Bali, and went to Bali. Just to shoot the shit? Like, what was he doing there? I guess like his family vacationed there every uh, year. But did like, he like practice this. the emergency procedures? He probably could not sit in the exit row. Wait. But they said that he also had a hotel lined up and was able to check into the hotel by saying that he was traveling with his older sister and that she was going to be showing up later. Hmm. It's like the, uh, it's like, like Home it. Alone. Home Alone too. Yeah, in New York. New York. I was going to say New Orleans. This kid's great. Wrong city. <clears throat> Uh, it's, it's awesome. That's, yeah, that's fucking crazy. I He's can't gonna be in prison probably. Imagine doing that at some point in his life. Just like doesn't think the rules apply to him. But the fact that he can talk his way into situations at twelve, he had to try three times to get on a plane. He booked one flight, and the airline would not let him on the plane because he was unaccompanied. He booked a second flight. They would not let him on the plane because he was unaccompanied. Didn't have a letter from his parents. He booked a third flight with a different airline, and they let him on. Nice. Which airline? Jetstar. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> they are gonna get. They're gonna get so fine. There's gonna be For so many kids on this flight now. Twelve year old leave the country. Jetstar sucks. How old do you have to be to fly anyway? Uh, I think you could be pretty young. Question: Because you can fly on your own as long as you go through that program where kids fly on their own, right? Right. Yeah. As long as, yeah. And they have one of the airline unaccompanied employees minor. watching you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ages like escorting of an accompanied minor. I feel like I've seen someone as young as this like is a weird thing to have in your shirt. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I looked up pissing in uh, airline sick bags a little while ago, so that one's on you. 
Uh, young adults ages 15 to 17 may travel alone. 15 to 17. That's specifically on United. I've seen young so you kids go. alone so on planes. Say 15? Uh, because I think after 17, they're not a minor, so it doesn't matter. Huh. I just don't think you need that. Uh, above age 15? Sure. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I mean, okay. they you, don't have you, access to the unaccompanied hey, minor program. Email them right now, please. I'm not talking to you. Let them know. The garbage ass airline. <laughs> so do we? So if if the Southwest incident happened after last week's podcast, and we didn't talk about the weird uh, safety record that Southwest has. Oh right, it's bizarre their safety record. And this is just what like the, this is like basically essentially the third air related fatality. I'm sure people have died on planes from like natural causes right. and things, but. Uh, They've never had a crash where well, everyone on the crash died. Right. Right? That's typically how airlines rack up fatalities. Right. Mm -hmm. Southwest has essentially, besides people dying on the planes of natural causes, right. as far as I know, they have three fatalities. I believe that's correct. The first one was pre-9-11, a dude on the plane got agitated and started banging on the cockpit door. Even before, I guess they were locked and was like messing with the cockpit door. So the other passengers stomped him to death. Well, they tried to restrain him and basically smothered him. They smothered him. They like sat on him to death, right? right. They sat on him. They, there was an altercation and then they wrestled him to the ground and sat on him, smothered him. The, the This one where the lady got sucked out of the plane, that's such a specific thing and it killed this one person. And then the other one was the plane overran the runway, went off the runway, went through the fence and hit a car on the road and killed the person in the car. So someone was like in a vehicle to plane Holy car fuck. accident and killed the person, right? Yes, yeah. I, I believe it was a child in a car seat. Oh, was oh, that what no. it was? Yeah. Dude, really? I think so. Man, so it's just a weird set of like statistically almost impossible things, but they have not had a crash where they killed a bunch of people. What would that even be like explaining to the family? Like <laughs> little Timmy got hit by a plane. Yeah, like yeah. at that point, are you dead. in a plane crash or a car crash? Yeah, both. Yep, definitely both. Yeah, it's it, like I think when you and I were texting about it, like you have to use so many qualifiers when you're talking about Southwest safety record because yeah. it's like so many bizarre. I mean, not, not so many. It's so few incidents, that, but they're all like very bizarre when they do happen. I get so much anxiety when I fly Southwest only because I don't have a reserve seat mm -hmm. and I I don't like everyone rushing in and. Yeah, check in early, make yeah, sure you get a, a good boarding number. I like the idea of just being able to go onto the plane whenever you're ready to go because you have a seat there waiting for mm -hmm. you. So do they think a piece of the propeller part flew off? I believe that's what they've said like there was so stress far, on the, the turbine. Metal. One of the blades. But then it just exploded the entire fatigue. thing through the cowling and everything? That yep. is, that is it. This is mechanical the, environment you don't want week? to interrupt. Yeah, the Southwest flight. Like one of the, you know, when you look in there, it looks like the fan blades <laughs> yeah. for the turbine. One of them broke and... Basically went back through the. I just the can't engine. believe because they're they're designed to survive bird strikes up to certain sizes, where a bird could just fly into them and everything stays cool. But just the fact that one little bit snapped off and the whole thing exploded like that is mental. I think it's uh, crazy. A piece of solid titanium's stronger than a bird. Okay. Right, yeah, but still, was, uh, do you remember the old internet video? It's been around forever. Of the guy on the aircraft carrier deck who gets sucked into the F eighteen oh, engine, yeah. and he comes out the other side. Like the engine explodes and the guy gets shot out the other side and then he kind of like stumbles around like he's moving. Yeah. He's not shredded. He right. walks it off. Well, do you know what, <laughs> happened? He walks do, it do you know what but... happened in that incident? Why yep. he survived? He did not have the chin <laughs> strap on on his helmet. So when he got sucked in, his helmet got sucked off of his head. The helmet went through the turbine, shredded all of it and broke it all. That's why he was able to come so out. So he just went end. through with like residual suction from right. before. It... <laughs> oh my God. It's a lot of force, dude. 
It's a lot of force. He must have been so confused as to where he was. <laughs> uh, that might have been the thing, too, where it's like, and I, I'm a spoiler alert, I've never worked on the deck of an aircraft carrier, <laughs> but I get the feeling like there's been a few times you get close to that, whatever that vortex zone is, where you can probably feel the pull, and you're like, oh, shit, I shouldn't do that. Or, but this guy probably just like realized he's pointing over turn. He gets sucked into this fucking engine. Oh, is this the video? This looks it's like not it. Not too gruesome, is it? No, not I mean the guy survives. Oh my god! Oh wow. my god! Are we showing it? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's going out. But he just kind of stands up. You see the it takes right there. Whoa! Oh, yeah. He it just sucks him like in. round the corner. Whoop! it out. Yeah, yeah he survived, huh? There he goes. And he was fine? I don't know if he's I don't fine. Know, I think, well, he, so he survived. Was medium. Damn. Yeah. He was <laughs> medium. Was he well done? Yeah, let me read this thing here. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of Receive Podcast is also brought to you by Honey. When you shop online, do you suddenly turn into a tab hoarder? Lots loading dozens and dozens of new tabs in your browser in search of a promo code or just even one that works? Afraid to close any of them in fear of missing out on a deal? Before you crash your browser yet again, try Honey. Honey is a free browser add-on that over 9 million people are using every day to save money while they shop online. In two clicks, add Honey to any browser for free, then shop like you normally do. Honey scans and tests millions of coupons in the background, and at checkout, Honey automatically applies the best coupon. Time Magazine calls Honey, quote, basically free money, end quote. Uh, over 9 million people use Honey every day, and together they save millions of dollars. There's no reason not to add Honey to your browser today. It's free, takes just two clicks to install, and will save you tons of money. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash teeth. Uh, that's, it says two words, joinhoney.com slash teeth to start saving with Honey today. That's joinhoney.com slash teeth. Honey.com? Yeah. Let me sure it's right. Slash teeth. So thanks, Honey, for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Uh-huh, Honey. <laughs> Um, I want that to be their slogan. That's you, from Bound, right? Somebody else Bound want to verify, but it looks right to me. Do you know what's interesting? The kid who booked that flight was born, the, the one that flew to, what was it, Bali? Oh, right. He was born after YouTube started. He was born in season three of Red vs. <laughs> Blue. <laughs> after crazy. season season four. I, mean, I, at that point, Red vs. Blue wasn't even funny. I might have brought, this, <laughs> <laughs> might have brought this up a, a while ago, but... Someone pointed out to me that people who are applying to college now, who I guess at this point are in college, are born in the year 2000. Mm -hmm. Like those kids are going to college now. That's yeah. mind blowing to me. See, I think about it too because I use Steam and as I'm going through and I'm looking at, there's this service they have on Steam and I don't know why I use it, but I do it all the time. Do you guys use the queue on Steam where it presents you with a queue in the store? A queue? It's like a custom queue. Of just like it gives you twelve games it thinks you might like, oh. and it's like you oh I've done that next. before yeah dude I, I think I do that like every time I load up Steam I don't know what my problem is and, but what happens is you go to a game page and it says oh this game is for mature audiences enter your birthday and it used to be I used to hit it and then scroll to like nineteen fifty and then say okay but now it's like I get to like two thousand I go oh I guess it's far enough <laughs> and I it's, like, it's really weird to like yeah. oh I just scroll down to like yeah a two thousand person's eighteen <laughs> yeah January first two thousand that person's eighteen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> The, the doc came out. Yeah, the Rooster Teeth doc came out. Did we talk about it? I guess not, because it came out on Friday. Yeah, the 20th? Yeah, I guess it did. Yeah. yeah. 
We, I mean, we mentioned it a bunch when we were in the process of like yeah. making it and editing it and everything like that. I thought they did a great job on it. They did a great yeah. job. It was uh, maybe really emotional, but like in a good way. I felt very nostalgic watching it. Me too. I had another nostalgic moment, not to take away from our discussion of the doc, but uh, JD was playing Halo 3 on the PC. There's a community mod for it called, oh geez, I'm gonna mess it up. I feel like we were just talking about Halo 3 not being on the PC. Like a week ago. We were. Halo 3 PC download. People are listening to the podcast and they're El changing Dorito? things. El Dorito, that's it. I knew I was going to get it wrong. Uh, but it's, uh, it, he was playing Valhalla on the PC and playing with other people. And like with Modable, they had elephants on Valhalla hmm. and everything else. And it was like super, super nostalgic to see Valhalla. I don't know why. It was just like, guys, because I never, I've gone back to the Blood Gulch environment a number of different times. And I guess just Valhalla, once we left it, we never went back. And it was just yeah. like, oh my gosh, yeah. that's really bizarre. God, just Teddy playing Halo to me, period, is weird. Because I remember like working in your spare bedroom mm -hmm. and he was so young and he always wanted to like get the controllers and see what we were doing. But you didn't let him play because he was so young. I mean, yeah. he was like a toddler. He could barely walk around. And uh, now he's playing modded Halo 3. <laughs> oh, yeah. For some reason, Valhalla was so much more fun than Ragnarok, even though the same map kind of. Ragnarok was in what? Halo 4? Moon 4? Or was it Reach? It was one of them after Halo 3. Halo 5? Was it Halo 5? Looks like it. Uh, Halo 4? 4. Hmm. So what did you think of the dog? I thought it was great. It was, it was really cool to see footage I've never seen before. Yeah. And uh, I guess the only office I'd never been to was your bedroom. So I need someone to go on that sandwich. I just thought I'd take a bite. But it, it, I'm excited. It made me realize that of, of the five offices we've had, I've been in four of them. That's crazy to me to think of. Even the one uh, by the railroad? Mm-hmm. I guess he was an intern back then, right? Or 15? You, I literally found a picture of Gavin in there and sent it to him because he didn't have any photos of himself in the Butte office. Damn. The only thing I remember you doing was talking to YouTube about the Rusty channel on that bar or like that little yeah, I was that in like the, seated in area in the kitchen. kitchen area. I was like, can we have this YouTube account, please? <laughs> that, yeah, that's uh, Did you see that footage of Dan Godwin's one day in that office? Yep, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, There's more of that on the Strangerhood DVD. Is there? Well. There's like a whole part about Dan working there. Really? It was yeah. weird. To, I, I said this, you know, we had a screening here uh, in Austin last week for the doc and there was a little Q&A session at the end of it and I, I mentioned this I think I think it was at the end of that Q and A, but it was interesting to see that doc because, like, for 15 years, I've only ever seen my photos of yeah. those experiences. Right. So, like, I shared a lot of photos, and you shared a lot of photos. Uh, I'm sure other people did too, but I, I think we probably contributed the most. So, seeing it from your perspective was interesting, like, to see things that I'd forgotten about or to see myself in the photos because whenever I took them, I'm not in them. That's exactly it. Because no one else really took photos. There's not many pictures of Gus or I. Unless it's like an event or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because you guys took the most of them. So all the ones I saw of me, I, I assumed you took yeah. them. Yeah. Th there's a clip that I completely forgot about, and it was when Jeff and I were having this sort of slap-off where we're trying to slap each other once a day. And you started filming. I, I the, then, Literally, I had just got a new video camera. It was one of the first things I recorded. And and you, I was just sat next to Jeff, and then you were like, hey, Gavin, can you go and like move the dolly? Move the behind. red. Yeah, yeah, move the red. And, and then I... <laughs> I went over and I pretend to move it a little bit. Well, you, it, you I, can see you in the video catch on. Yeah. We only have a clip it. Like, I go, go move the doll. You're like, okay. And he gets up because he's sitting next to Jeff. And he gets up and he moves. I go, that's good. As soon as he touches, he goes. And yeah. then, like, <laughs> you were basically saying, slap Jeff in the face. 
I, I hit him so hard. I thought they put in a sound effect. That's they how might hard you have, hit him. But I didn't realize <laughs> I thumped him in the face. <laughs> you know what? They actually, they, uh, that clip, I can put up the raw clip. He hits him so hard, it's so loud when he hits him. And Je the best part about it is like Jeff doesn't react at Jeff all. Like, he gets a second, but he just keeps talking. But he hits him so hard, the rest of the clip is out of sync, the audio. Oh, because it when goes When you play quiet? it back. <laughs> yeah. It goes kunk, and like the, the audio, and then the rest of it's out of sync. I slapped the video up. <laughs> it's really it's great. It's really great. And it was that was nine years ago now at this point. One of the tough parts about this doc is yeah. going back and finding, I had to go get tapes and high tapes and stuff like that. But all the codecs for all the digital stuff is mm -hmm. gone. Yeah, so I had, to, I had to pull this stuff up. And, and luckily that one was one of the very first cameras that I had bought. That was 5D, right? Yeah, no, that was that. Remember that Sanyo with the fold-out screen? Oh yeah, yeah. That one, yeah, that's what that was from. That was um. Uh, looking back at all those photos was a, a walk back through shitty cell phone camera. Oh, it history. was. So absolutely. It was like absolutely oh, in those early iPhone days. Like if you were not in the sun, you couldn't see anything. It was mm -hmm. it was bound to be blurry and out of focus, mm -hmm. and just, like all fucked up. There was one clip. I can't remember which DVD it was on. It's behind the scenes on something. It's where you're driving. I think you're driving to San Diego, and there's this little moment where you're like documenting the trip, and then you pull the camera back out, and someone makes a joke about how nothing's changed, and you go, something has changed. I white balanced, and there's like a, a bit of text comes up explaining what a white balance is. It's the doc? No, no, that was just in a clip on some DVD. I just can't oh. remember which DVD. But I always remember finding that really funny clip, such a random moment to put on a DVD. It was cool watching it back because I've, I mean, I've been following Richie since 2004, but it wasn't until a couple years after that that I really started to know like what you guys look like and what the office looked like and all that stuff. So seeing that footage, even like being a fan at that time, I feel like I still didn't know what anything was. Mm -hmm. And so watching the doc back, it's like, oh, they were in this office when they made this video and in this place when they did that. It's just like a really cool perspective. Um, from, from our perspective, I haven't really talked to you. I guess I talked to you about it today, actually. Hmm. It's weird for us because... We feel like we've told all those stories 20,000 fucking times. Yeah. And then we make this doc and put the footage in there and everything. And people who work here, like Alan Abney came up and goes, that was crazy. He goes, I didn't know you guys, like, we're in a bedroom working. What? How, did, how, how do you not know, know that? that? It's company lore. He's like, he said he didn't know the offices. You know, I don't know if he specifically yeah. said he didn't know that we were in better. But I don't know like, you had That a... is the reaction that people have had of just like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize this is what it was like in those early days. I had no idea that like the uh, train was such an issue. God damn you guys that fucking so train. I had no idea until watching that doc that you guys had an issue with I that. think if you watch the season four commentary, we're yelling because we can't record for an hour and a half straight because like five trains come by. Oh, God. Actually, to be fair, the train was bad. The buses at Congress were ten times the worse. The buses were worse. Because that front of that building was just like, there was no like good seal you, on the you, windows. Yeah, the windows, you would Shake. close the windows and you would close that uh, that door as well for that room. And you still hear them. Yeah. yeah the, the like they were in the room. room. Right. The conference room was the worst room to be in because it was right at the front. So that's where we decided to do our first live action video. I still remember coming to that office on Congress because I was coming to visit. You were in town. Uh, it was like February 2009. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, I'm gonna come visit the office, and no one had anything for me to do except mm -hmm. Joel, who asked me to help him with the head bobbing when he was doing the recreation of RVB. Mm -hmm. um, so I just spent like the whole week doing that, and I was like, this is awesome, best vacation ever. Yeah, I don't. I guess I don't talk about that part much, but there was a time where Joel was busy doing something, so I did a little bit of recreating. It was, I think, it was season two at the time. Recreating all the Xbox shots on PC, yeah. so they were HD. The HD remaster. 
Yeah. Yep. And it was just so surreal to be making the same episodes of Red versus Blue, having watched them as a fan so many years <laughs> earlier. I was like, I remember watching this, and now this is going to be like the version that yeah. is sold. I remember that watching was crazy it. To me. I remember watching it back, knowing that I had like helped with the head bobs on one episode, and you could clearly tell <laughs> which head bobs are me because it's just like. It's not as easy as you think, man. No, definitely not. That was what was amazing about watching Jeff do it, is that he would just look at the waveform and be mm -hmm. like, boop, 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 and it yep. would be nailed. He'd nail it the first time. It, you get, humans are amazing. You can get good at anything, I think, if you just right? do it enough times. Yep. yep. That project, I, f I forgot how long that took and how dumb of a, of a problem that seemed like. Like, oh, we just we couldn't record in HD. Now we have to redo yeah. all of that Fucking work. It's so, so funny too because remember people would say like, "Why do you guys shoot videos on a 4K camera and then drop them down to 320 by 200 to put on the <laughs> web?" It's like because we're never gonna reshoot anything for high def ever again. Like we went overboard after that project. Mm -hmm. We've had a lot of people ask if we're gonna recreate Ruby's season or volume one and two because I guess it was done like before we improved the animation yeah. style. And it's just like, do you know how much work that would be? Yeah, I don't know if we, I don't know, yeah, it's like, you know, go back and like the Simpsons, a lot of animation evolves from what it was. I mean, Ruby has yeah. made huge fucking leaps. I think you it's know? like part of the charm of the first well, couple yeah, of Well, I, like, you, you mentioned the Simpsons. I don't like what they've done with that. Uh, that's actually a really good example. Like now when they air old Simpsons episodes, they change the aspect ratio to 16 by nine. And well, that's a little different. A format's different than yeah, but they, like, I, and they try to make it like they try to upscale it to make it look HD. But it's just like you're missing, you're you're, you're cutting around it. jokes. But even if it was four by three, it would still be higher res than it was. I guess it would be. Yeah, it's just bizarre. And then they also cut jokes now. What for time? If you never, if you watch like broadcast reruns of Simpsons. They'll cut jokes for time to, like, I guess, get more commercial uh, breaks in. Oh, my God. Speaking of commercial... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I just... Uh, I don't know how long it takes them to process it, but I just sent uh, the guys in the booth a uh, picture of you guys on your first visit to the office. I think it was your first visit to the office. It was, yeah. I think it was. I think it's it my... Oh, no, not my only, but definitely my first. And I contributed... There it is. <laughs> I contributed this photo to the thing, but I always felt like this... Somehow this photo feels creepy to me. Yeah. Like, after I got this photo back, I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, these are a bunch of... These are a couple kids. <laughs> <laughs> you just went out. I don't know. It was like camera. weird taking photos of these two kids. I mean, I was like 20 there, probably. I think, I think I was like nine, yes, 18 or 19. Oh, yeah? Okay. Oh, no, you were 21. You were 2009? Uh, yeah, but it's... Yeah. That was my DSLR. I was 20. You are 21. And now we also took a picture here in front and of, weathered. We took a picture of all, all of us in front of the office that day too. I think I have that one right here. That is uh, almost exactly ten years old. Not exactly. I guess it's in, it's nine years almost exactly. But uh, I definitely want to recreate that shot at some point. Yeah, I've been keeping that T-shirt. Mm. Yeah, I've still got that one. Yeah, I've been keeping it literally just to recreate just that. Just to recreate picture. the photo so, uh, for older the ten-year anniversary. More, older and more haggard looking. Yep, first time I came to visit. That was, that was when you got beans stuck to your head. That's a good visit, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. We went for uh, breakfast tacos at the Ramsey's, and on the way back, Gavin was filming me, or I was filming, and then you're like, "Give me the camera," and he pointed at my forehead, and I had gotten uh, refried beans all over my forehead, <laughs> as one does. But I just even going back to thinking how I ate that taco, how did it? <laughs> I have no idea. Did you pin like, yourself? And didn't you find? Peanut butter in my hair one time on the back of my head. <laughs> you are just a complete mess. Yeah. I am. <laughs> Currently a mess. Day. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna send photos. I got so many photos in here. I'm just gonna send a bunch to the broadcast department. This is all promotion for the doc. Why right? didn't you post them on uh, the sure. 15 year anniversary day? Um. Well, some of these aren't like. Some of these are to me like, like very 
important pictures in the history of RVD, but necessarily R R RT, but it aren't necessarily about the history of RT. Like this to me is a super important <laughs> photo. Did you see the one I sent? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you okay with showing that? Uh, sure. Yeah, I okay. With that. So whenever I make fun of Gus when he's in school, I always reference one thing in particular, and it has to do with this photo because Gus. I don't know where you got that photo from. This oh is Gus God. and his trapper keeper. <laughs> God, you look like such a teacher's pet. I was. I was 14 in that photo. Like, look at that little renegade putting the ears maybe up over the Maybe 13. That was your 13th Thir birthday? She's like, oh, Gustavo. <laughs> oh, you. Wait, what's the Trapper Keeper? It's oh. Go ahead. <laughs> it's like a special binder that uh, is rigid so your stuff doesn't get folded. And it comes in, like, cool colors and designs. <laughs> what, did you put, like, paper? And you, you, like, close a Velcro <laughs> over it. It's <laughs> funny. I don't think I've ever seen you get so excited over describing. <laughs> I miss that trapper keeper. <laughs> what do you think it is right now? I don't, it's probably like in a, physically probably in a dump somewhere. The atoms that were that trapper keeper, where are they? It's probably going to be in a hole in the ground in a dump for the next seven hundred thousand years. I want I want <laughs> I someone to talk about me the way keeper. Gus talks about that trapper keeper. So I went through so many fucking old photos. For I this. Like I had a bunch of photos, you know, that I was collecting for the doc, and I didn't post them on the fifteenth anniversary because I wasn't sure which ones were going to be used in the doc. Oh. So like, I just kind of held on to them. I'm saving all mine for the 20th, so. Oh, 20 years. God, we're going to be five years older than we are now, then. That's true. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so different. What? <laughs> what do you think the world will be like, then? I How don't know. How many more people would have died on Southwest flights? <laughs> Jeez. God. Holy cow, that was morbid. <laughs> yeah. Man, I got, I'm fucking mad at UPS right now. Why are you mad at UPS? I have... I had this pickup that they were supposed to come pick up yeah. from my house on Friday. And uh, it's kind of a big package. And, you know, because I've got big packages. It's got a pickup in it. And so um, I, I, we're waiting all day for this guy to fucking show up to get the, <laughs> get, the, get, the, get the package. He finally shows up like at 8 p.m. And I've got security cameras, so I see this happen. He opens the gate, walks up to my front porch, sees it, looks at it. He's got the fucking label in his hand, then turns around and leaves. And then he updates the tracking as first... First uh, pickup attempted, uh, unable to get package. So he didn't attempt. He did not attempt shit. Didn't you just chase him out and be like, hey? I was upstairs. Like, by the time I saw I was like, oh, he's going to go get his truck and back it up because it's it's big and heavy. No, he's just like, oh, no, he's getting in his truck and leaving. Is it like they couldn't lift it? One person delivered it. It's the exact <laughs> same thing. It's, just, it's a return for something I bought online. Hmm. Amazon delivered something to me the other day. I'm trying to fix my computer. Computer does this thing where it just shuts off. I'm just doing something. It shuts off. That one shuts off. No, my desktop at home. Oh, what does it do? It shuts off, Barb. Like you're sitting there using it, and then it shuts off. Getting, getting, blue screen getting, getting or just no? Just turns right off. It just shuts off. Does it shut on? Nope. Off. That's the only <laughs> thing it does. <laughs> and what app? What are you doing when it when this happens? It's working. Okay. And then suddenly, it shuts off. Okay. So I have diagnosed. I think it's a heat problem. So I'm in the process of pulling <laughs> why out. You, why do you think it's a heat problem? Well, because I think the CPU gets overheated and it shuts itself off, hence the <laughs> shutoff. <laughs> Why do they do that then? Do they just thermal throttle and stay on? Thermal throttle? Thermal throttle? Yeah, I think, it's it's the, I think the problem is the thermal throttling is not working, which would be the heat sink, so therefore it shuts off. That's the, <laughs> I don't that, think that's why it's turning That's off. the ultimate thermal throttle, really, right. if you think about it. <laughs> then the, you completely go from 6E to no throttle. Uh, who is Shut this? Uh, in chat, let... Music Ring is asking, uh, what does your computer do? It shuts <laughs> off. Shuts off. 
the, I don't think that's it. I don't think it's anything to do with heat. It's probably, it's probably heat. Uh, yeah, Why is it heat? It's definitely heat. Why? Because that, that's how it manifests itself. How does it manifest? It shuts off. <laughs> <laughs> so I ordered some thermal paste, which it was a hard thing to get. I had to go to fries. Oh, God. And I'm not going to fries. I'm so wait, you fries. like took the processor off? I mean, and I haven't done it yet. I've got, uh, I gotta wait for this cleaner to come. I'm gonna clean it off. Then I'm gonna put thermal paste on it and put the heat sink back on. I build a number of different PCs. One thing I am phenomenally bad at, I mean really bad at, I can put the processor in, okay? Line of the heat sink and everything. But with the motherboard and the, I use Intel processors, they come with this uh, fan with the mm -hmm. heat sink in it. And then they have these pegs that go in and then turn. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They, I'm not good at that. I'm genuinely not good at that. I'm bad at that every time I go to do it. Every single time. So Are I'm going to- it wrong? I, well, I would assume so, unless it's just like enormously hard. I don't get what, I don't get that. And also, if I need to take the fan back off, getting it out of those pegs, holes in the motherboard is, I feel like I'm going to break the motherboard mm -hmm. in half every fucking time I do it. Am I doing something wrong there? No, it's just tough. It it's sucks. just tough. It is tough, okay. You remember my ultimate thermal paste fuck up? Yeah, you use glue? <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> I was building a PC and I uh, put every, bought everything I needed and I bought the thermal paste and I thought it was weird because it was two different tubes you had to mix together. So I put the CPU in, I combined the two tubes on top of the CPU and I put the fan on and it's like, it's overheating and it shuts off. So I decide, I decide oh, I must not have put the thermal paste on correctly. So I take the, I go to take the fan off and I had purchased epoxy. <laughs> Like, I Fucking combined idiot. two things that when they combine, they turn into, like, this solid glue you cannot <laughs> take apart. Did you just wreck it? Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> this is fucked. I took it back to Fry's. <laughs> I bought it at Fry's. I was like, hey, I know I probably can't return this, <laughs> but is there any way I can return this? They were like, no, nah, you dude, you're fucked. Weren't you the head of tech for a while? I was <laughs> the head of tech here for a little while. But I like, the thermal paste was right next to the fucking epoxy on the shelf. Why do you put that there? That's a bad idea. All your... Different sticky things. I mean, fries isn't some way you could do that because there's like thousands of different things. I, to the point where it's like you look at one thing, it's like, what is this? You don't I, just grab something because it's near something. No, else. yes, you do. I did that the other day, but it's on a less expensive version of that. Where I went Peanut to the butter. store, close, went to the <laughs> store, got some ice cream. I thought, I want, you know what? I'm going to get some ice cream. I deserve it. I work hard, bar. Yeah. You do. Yeah. I mean, what am I going to do? I can't use my computer. It's shutting off all the time. <laughs> so I go and I go to buy my favorite ice cream, which is mint chocolate chip ice cream. So I find this like, the there's some Italian thing. My Normally too. I get Ben and Jerry's, but I got the Italian one that's like a thing. It's a clear and a little thing. It's Gelato. like a pint. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I got that. Brought it home. Pistachio. <laughs> because so I bought green. I just bought green. I bought green, Gavin. That's what I did. And it was like But you gotta look for green with the little black flakes in there. It was, and I think I it was close to it. They put the pistachio and the mint chocolate chip together. Mm. That's uh, a bad move. Bad. And then I got the pistachio. It was awful. I can barely eat all of it. Some people also tend to read when they're buying things <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> barely, eat oh. <laughs> barely eat the entire thing in one. How's that sound? You know, you know what would be good? What's really delicious? <clears throat> one of our podcast sponsors, Sherry's Berries. Ooh la la! Uh, Do we not have any? We don't have any. Do you are not doing ad reads for Sherry's this Berries unless there are Sherry's. Is brought to you by Sherry's Berries. It's the best part of the ad was us a, eating them and talking about how delicious they a are. A gift from Sherry's Berries shows you Bullshit. put thought into the gift. What am I talking about? Oh, for Mother's Day. Uh, so when Mother's Day coming up, of course, uh, Sherry's Berries is something great you can get for mom. A gift from Sherry's Berries shows you put thought into her gift. Mom will love it. I swear. Right now, our listeners can send Sherry's Berries starting at $19.99 plus shipping and handling. Or check this out. You can also get double the berries for just $10 more. 
your berries will arrive in Sherry's Berry Signature's gift box with a beautiful ribbon, no gift wrap required. We'd show it to you, but someone apparently ate our berries before we got them. Is that not true? Is it? I don't know. We're going to find out. Uh, choose your delivery date. People are moving back there. There's no berries back there. Choose your delivery date, yeah. and it's guaranteed. Customer satisfaction is always number one or your money back. An incredible, unique gift that's perfect for sharing, though may mom may not want to. Uh, there's only one way to get this amazing deal for mom. Freshly dipped strawberries starting at just $19.99, plus shipping and handling. <coughs> Remember, you can also double the berries for just $10 more. Mother's Day is May 13th, so visit berries.com today. That's B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Click on the mic in the upper right corner and enter our code TEETH. That's berries.com, code TEETH. Thank you, Sherry's Berries, for sponsoring this episode of the Receipt Podcast. I don't know where our berries went. And if Mother's Day they, if Oh, here's another really important. I So, do you have the photo of, that I sent you guys? <coughs> the most recent one? So, this is the, actually, I think, the very first photo I ever took on a DSLR. Ever. I got my DSLR in the mail. Is it your balls? I had it shipped to work. <laughs> I set it up. Which DSLR? Uh, 10D? 10, 10D. So I turned and Jeff Jesus. was in my office. I took a photo of Jeff. Wow. Like that after I just got it out of the box. That's what the year is that? God. Man, I don't know. I recognize that shirt he's wearing. That's 2000? I mean, Jeff, Jeff shirts last have a lifespan of 15 years. That's he wears them forever. Before Rooster Teeth. I thought it was an ugly internet shirt on my monitor, but I guess no. it's not. Oh, it was, it was before Rushi for sure. So if he was a fetus, he could be applying to colleges now. Yeah. I always think it's funny, too. You can't see it there, but you know he's judged time based on how filled in Jeff becomes? Yeah. You know? like yeah, I was looking at his tattoo there. You can see a little bit of it. A little bit. Wow. There's another one I should show. I should show this one, too. You'll recognize this one, guys. I hope so. But uh, what were we just talking about? So someone ate our berries, and it's bullshit. Yeah, they're oh, yeah. fuckers. Hey, Gavin, you and I had a really cool thing uh, did you eat berries? that we did a few years ago that kind of came back around just recently. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. Guess who has started uploading to his YouTube channel? Baba? Baba Sen. Really? He has started uploading. Didn't he only put one video up? Uh, I thought he put up he... several videos. I, have, I haven't been doing it in the last couple days. Let me oh, see. see. We were that's it, awesome. It was on the separator a while ago where they're like, oh, he finally, he, he lived. I think that was the first one he did. I think he's done multiple videos. I didn't here. know that he also, uh. Welcome to the channel. I guess it makes sense, but you guys just got like, uh, was it a shave or just a rub? He's got a few now. Yeah, he's got when a few. Yeah. I just got a head rub. Just a head rub, right? Baba said. He also does a lot of shaving, which I did. So realize. please, everybody, his on, Baba. channel. Let's go to his channel. I think it was. Isn't it Cosmic Baba Sen? Is that what we, we, we was available to make for him? Everyone, go subscribe. Just look at Baba Sen. Uh, his welcome to the video or welcome to the channel video is me and Gav and him. Uh, we set it up when he was in India, and now he has. Yeah, he's got several videos up, man. Nice. Oh, it's so awesome. Oh, he's got his Japanese commercial on here. Oh, he was telling us about that. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like someone's gone in there and set him up real nice after we left. Yeah. So your we, video he, your video is 1.2 million views. Congratulations, Kevin. On his thing. Yeah, but he's got a new one that just went up a week ago. He's got 30,000 views in the first week. Yes. So excited. Awesome. What, what is the video that has the most views that you're in that's not on our channel? What would yours be? I always he's, say... His I always YouTube say, channel is Baba Sen. YouTube.com slash Baba Sen. YouTube, no, it's just Baba Set, not, okay. Is that Baba S Set. S-E-N? B-A-B-A-S-E-N. -B -A -B -A it's got banner and everything. I couldn't spell. Ooh la la. S-E-N is Sen. Baba Sen. Bing bong. He's so awesome. Go subscribe. You ever think about going back to see him? Or is that a moment in time? Oh, I just, would. Yeah? yeah? I mean, it's kind of a bitch journey, but I would. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Did you guys, I guess, any, do anything not covered in the documentary in India while you were there? <laughs> well, everyone got food poisoning. Yeah. Is that me? Like, there's a member of our crew... Who was got food poisoning? Ashley got food poisoning. Same crew that did uh, the fifteen-year duck. Yeah, it's just, it's a company oh, called Alpheus that we work with, 
And I'm not going to say who specifically it was, but um, I ran to this crew member uh, like like six or seven months later. And and uh, we were talking about India and he this person on the entire crew would kick asking Gavin if we got sick because we were eating out of street vendors and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, he was like, buy from this bloke on the street who could be anyone. We, we ate this like, thing called Pan, which was... A was, leaf wrapped around incense. Yeah, it was like what, tree bark and ashtray. Yeah, and it was <laughs> fucking awesome. But it, it, you tasted it all day long, all fucking day long. And uh, but they kept asking, us, "How are you feeling? Are you feeling sick?" Say that was be a funny thing for the doc if we feel sick. We're like, "No, we're fine." But then you're ruined for the rest of the doc. Wouldn't that be kind of <laughs> shitty? No <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were okay, and on the last day, last meal, the crew decided, "Okay, we're good now." We're gonna go ahead and eat with you guys. They ate with us. They got fucking so sick. Ashley included. She, dude, she was sick on a flight from Delhi to London Heathrow. I think that's like my worst nightmare. Ten hours. She is was, to have food poisoning on an international flight. Was, yeah, to get back, we had to. Horrible. We had to do Delhi to Heathrow, ten hours, and then Heathrow to Dallas, ten hours. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I would thought by the time we get to London to go to India it would be like four or five hours, but it was ten hour flight. Did we fly the wrong way? Like, wouldn't it have been quicker to go the other way around? Maybe go through Japan. Maybe. Maybe I didn't we have to go pick you up though. You weren't. No, I started in Austin. Are you sure about that? Yeah. I didn't see you until Heathrow. Okay. But we took different flights to there. Okay. And I made my flight by about ten seconds. And oh, that's it. What's it called? Pan. Pan. So on the. I think they say pan. On Ugh. the middle is like some sawdust by the looks of it, <laughs> and then it looks like bugs. On the left is some ants. <laughs> it is fragrant. So what powerful. you said it's incense? It tasted like incense. It tasted like if you took a stick of incense and just started eating it. There's also just all different versions of it too. But um this crew member, I saw him like six or seven months later, and uh, it was always funny to us that the crew got sick after they asked us so many times that we didn't get sick at all. <clears throat> I, I have kind of an iron stomach, and then Gavin just ate a club sandwich at that thing. You're damn right. I was done. Yeah, you were done. You were easy. I was on the home stretch. Ridiculous. Club sandwich. And uh, he he said uh, he goes he goes so he goes yeah the the food poisoning thing I go yeah you got food poisoning I said actually got food poisoning he goes and she's uh, she's all better I go well yeah it was six months ago he goes yeah I'm still dealing with it <laughs> like he was like it was like a chronic thing for him for a long fucking time Jesus. yeah he got yeah. really so it gave him like up. full on gut rot yeah he got he got sick and he's all better now but it was like holy cow that guy like yeah sacrificed for that documentary man and now Bob is uploading videos so please 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 go subscribe to Bob Sen on YouTube. It seems like it's about, it's probably going to end up being about the same distance no matter which direction you fly. Okay. The, the closest I can find is Delhi to San Francisco is 16 hours. Mm -hmm. Delhi to Newark is 15 hours. Delhi to Newark? How does that work? Go on. Wait, where did you say the first one was? Delhi to San Francisco. So that's going west from us. So they're flying oh, the same way. That's Delhi to Newark? They're, they're coming from opposite ends. You leave Delhi going east for San Francisco. Like, how do they get you leave Delhi going west for I New York. You said Austin to San Francisco for a second. No. I was like, and I, how many hours was it? My computer. Delhi to San Francisco <laughs> is 16 hours. Delhi to New York is 15 hours. It's the same direction. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, you know what I'm doing with this conversation? I'm, I'm shutting it off. Uh, okay. I'm done. Shut I'm sorry. So yeah. I just sent another photo. See if you can recognize this one. You will be able to recognize it. But can you tell me the event where it took place, guys? Oh, yeah, no, that was uh, PAX. Oh, you do? Yeah, you can see it? Yeah. Do you have a photo? Do you, can you guys put that, this one up? This one is one we posted probably one of the first times we ever posted all of our photos on the website was this photo. I remember that. It's, I got video from this. This is our Segway gang. 
in at PAX. The fir- was it the first PAX, right? I think it was the first. Was it the first or the second one? But I think it was the first. One. I remember talking to you about this in person in 2004. Because I remember there's the, in the clip, Jeff's just spinning yeah. in a circle. Yeah. And I love this. I love this uh, picture because we all obviously went in with a plan and Joel completely fucked it up. Like, we're all crossing our arms, trying to look like a tough gang on a set of segways, and Joel just, for whatever reason, can't cross his arms. Is that Dan on the right? Yeah. It is. Dan Goblin. Yeah. I, I think it's, I... that's Jeff, right? It's not Jason. It it's is, Jeff. It is Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, it's Jeff. <laughs> there was at some park. I'm sure I could find a better map off? of Seattle. Oh, yeah. They told us, like, okay, there's there was red keys and yellow keys and black keys, and the different keys changed your top speed. And it, once we were good, like the last 15 minutes of our hour, we could change the black keys. We all just immediately put on the black keys and just like raced all around. And we were going off curbs and everything. <laughs> it was, uh, and that's how the band Green Lake. That was it. Green Lake. Still never been on a Segway. Well, if you go to Green Lake. Didn't you go on his little one? That's uh, not the same. That's not the same. That's not the same. I'm thinking of one of those like full ones that you hold on to and you wear the helmet. I don't know if they make those anymore. I feel uh, people still do the Segway tours in Austin. Though. They do, but it's like those things are hard to get. It's, yeah. You should be able to go on Amazon and buy them. I always laugh when I see like a police officer at an airport on a Segway. I know, right? It's just what, what is it the helmet that makes it look doofy? Yeah, is it? It's just. I think it's a combination. They have scooters now all around Austin. Uh, do, someone standing perfectly still and moving is just weird. Like yeah. they're just like they're levitating through the place. Yeah. yeah, those scooters are a bit of a controversy. Why? Because uh, apparently there's like. No regulation on them. People are upset. Have you all heard about these scooters? I don't know what scooters you're talking about. There's I don't like, know that unregulated scooters are a concern. It's because you, <laughs> in the grand I'm not going to lose sleep over that. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's like a scooter sharing service where it's like little electric scooters that go up to 15 miles an hour that you can rent and ride around. And then you don't have to leave them anywhere. You just, when you're done, you just leave them where you are. That seems you really You can't leave them on private property, Unsafe. Surely. Right. But I think that's the thing is people are just like ditching them wherever. Like when I was driving from Home Slice the other day, I drove by uh, Palmer Auditorium and there were two just like in the yard, like in the grass there. So I guess I'm confused hmm. as to what type of scooter you're talking about. Because there's like a scooters. Razor scooter oh, with like an electric a... motor. Gotcha. Because I also think of like the little like scooters that are almost like little mopeds. Mm, no, but not, not even that. Like, like that. Wow. Oh, so we could just rent a load of them and bring them all around here. Does this say Bird? Yeah, Bird is the, the that brand, is that company. There's another one called Lime as well. I mean, if it was regulated better, it'd be a smart idea, but... yeah. Uh, they they, they say, anyway. like, say, bring your own helmet. They say, like, you have to wear a helmet, but of course there's no... I'm just wa- imagining walking around downtown with just a helmet, just in case you want to use you one of those scooter. scooters. Yeah. Seems like something that's a hassle. Yeah. The car to goes, at least, like, you just hop in, use it. But. I have a couple videos here that I'd like to show. But we'll show them on the post show. We'll show the videos. The main reason being is that some of these videos are like 12, 13 years old. And so what's acceptable to say in a video has changed over time. Oh, absolutely. And there was a couple times where I was like, I'm going to turn this video in for the doc. And I'm like, oh, but somebody called somebody else a retard. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, we're not going to use that. Not cool know? anymore. Yeah. I mean, it never really was. Never was cool, but we're a little bit more It was certainly more accepted. I, w- I was watching an episode of Red Dwarf the other night that said it, and I was like, wow, I didn't know that was in there. But yeah, there's the something that'll shock you like that. Yeah, yeah. Didn't ban either. Yeah, and I just wouldn't use that word today, mm-hmm. you yep. know? D- so. Different world. Different world. And listen, I know that there's going to be people who tell me that I'm a prick or a snowflake for, but I don't give a shit. Fuck you. Yeah, I so. saw, <laughs> after we talked about, oh God, am I going to get into this? Yes. Get a post <sighs> If it's sensitive? No, no, it's not sensitive. It's just like, I don't know if I want to open this fucking Get into okay, it. Okay, so tell me. People... Like, you know, there's that whole Starbucks thing where those guys got arrested. 
and uh, people keep sending me this uh, this other video. This person like has like a rebuttal for like justifying the arrest. Yeah, and, yeah okay. and, and part of the crux of the argument is this person. I do not believe this. This other person says it's trespassing. It's like if someone came into your into your house, sat on your couch, and refused to leave. So of course you would call the police. You're right. I don't keep my door unlocked with a fucking sign that says open 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. Open to the public. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you're not it's a business. Totally, it's in a public you, place. You cannot compare those two things. Yeah, that's a... Also, we, we literally talked about it on that same podcast. Barbara and I talked about the Starbucks next door to us that we can't ever get into because people are just sitting in there all day fucking typing their novels or whatever. Yeah. We, I mean, literally... Ten minutes before we had that conversation, we had you and I had that conversation. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, any of us could sit in a Starbucks for undefined amount of time and not be asked to leave. Well, I guarantee anyone could sit in a Starbucks today. <laughs> they would, <laughs> Starbucks would be like, "Can we, get, you know, can we get you a glass of water?" <laughs> They'd probably be like, "Look, everyone can just come hang out whenever they want to." Super but no, cool. I know exactly what you mean. I could just sat in there with my laptop. Like, if the if the if the guys had had laptops, would anybody have bugged them? You know, probably not. Probably not. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen people going to Starbucks. They bring a fucking typewriter, it's a typewriter. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's I would ridiculous. be so fucking mad if someone walked in with a fucking typewriter. typewriter. You'd be so furious. Why would you be mad? Because then you can't like sit in peace. It's like what if they had like cushioned key? There's beds? no cushion key because you still have the fucking strike of the typewriter. Why hitting the paper? You mean? Yes, hitting the roller. Did I ever tell you when I was at a concert one time, someone busted out a sketchbook and started drawing? (laughs) Where where were they? I was at a concert. Where did they hold it? Like, well, that's not as bad. But no, it's not like it was disturbing anyone. It's just like it's such a. I I wish that they had drawn it was like themselves, like a selfie, (laughs) like a sketchy, like themselves, like holding a sketchbook (laughs) with the 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 band behind them. (laughs) Guys, play this video. I'm I'm kind of playing this sight unseen. This from YouTube. Uh oh. It's somebody recorded a dude who has a typewriter at a Starbucks, and he's got what looks oh. to be a full office setup. Guess what? what? It's in Hollywood. Yeah. Look at that. Look at this guy. This he's, is at a Starbucks? Yeah, he's at a Starbucks, and he's got his typewriter. He's got his coffee, and he's got his whole briefcase What's everything. That thing? This so Is this guy not loitering? I mean, <laughs> is that is he not loitering? He's got a drink. He Did he buy drink. something? He does. I get it. I get it. He has a drink. But yeah. How much does that... $4 coffee, like, how much time does that buy you? I honestly think you could walk into a Starbucks with an empty Starbucks cup, set it down next to you, and be in there all day. Yeah, I guarantee you, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it's yeah, ridiculous. I mean, the whole thing's ridiculous. All right, let's wrap this up. We'll talk I think more. That's, that's a white, white bald dude with a tie. It's fine. Yeah. You know, that's what I think, personally. Right. We're going to go to, we're going to wrap this up. All right, thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.